Welcome to Side Effects. Effect versus affect. It's hard to know the difference. At McGowan Braybender, our goal is to provoke you to think differently about employee benefits, your employees, and the status quo. That's why it's Side Effects with an A. Join me, Kenzie McEvely, and my co-host, Chief Marketing Officer, Dave Holman, as we continue our series about reimagining open enrollment meetings and communication. Dave's job is to find simple solutions to complex benefit problems. With over 30 years as a thought leader, he is considered a subject matter expert on employee engagement and communication. So in today's episode, he's going to teach our listeners how to create and present a 15-minute open enrollment meeting that still includes all of the necessary pieces of information, doesn't overwhelm your employees, and perhaps changes the way they view them entirely. We hope you're ready to listen with an open mind because if we do our jobs right, your job during open enrollment season will be 100 times easier. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone. Dave, thank you for joining me for part two of reimagining open enrollment meetings and communication. Wouldn't miss this for the world. Yes, and today we're going to be sharing the meat and potatoes of the communication strategy for this new and improved format. Are you just over the moon? I am. My favorite topic. Your favorite topic of all time. So we're going to jump right into Dave's five B's of open enrollment communication. And I'm not going to lie. I thought it would be a little jazzier than Dave's five B's. So we might have to go back to the drawing board for that. I tried to keep it a little simple, but... uh, And I guess that works too. Yeah. So... um, Here, let me... I'm going to list the five off first. Okay. And then um, you can break each one down with me, but... Here are the five. So get your notes out, everyone that's listening. We've got be brief, be bold, bottom line things, blueprint step-by-step, and ban the booklet. So, yeah, now we've just given it away. It's like you you got a whole week mini series and what you've done is you just teased the end. So they're excited. Let's start with let's start with be brief though, number one. All right. And so that's where it should start. Um is less is more. And I cannot say that enough. I, I see so many employers that try to make the communication more than it needs to be. Um, and, and the thoughts, the intentions are good and that more is better and more makes the benefit package look better and would be appreciated more and more make sure that everybody's questions can be answered if they go in and look through the communication. But it actually absolutely has the opposite effect. Mm -hmm. You actually alienate more people because they look at the volumes of information and they're either going to ignore it, they're going to wait until an issue arises and ask (laughs) HR. Yeah. Or they're just going to get frustrated yeah. and and not be appreciative of the benefits. So being brief is what is very important. And when I say brief, uh, if you listen to the past podcast episodes or anything I've ever said before, mm-hmm. you're going to say there are three things they care about for a meeting. What's changing? What's it going to cost me? What do I need to do? I, I know I sound like a broken record. People should be able to dream about those they three should. things. They should. Yeah. I'm going to try to get a patent Need on a that t-shirt. and get T-shirts <laughs> and mugs. But it is, it's really important. And don't try to overload them with information and keep it very simple and put it up front in your communication. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about when you start communicating it. But a lot of the times you walk into an open enrollment meeting and the vast majority of people do not have an inkling for those three things. Right. 
And I'm saying that is the wrong approach that is out there. What we want to do is take their guards down, um, try to reduce the level of anxiety, Mm -hmm. and just let them know so that the open enrollment meeting isn't about surprises, learn about everything that's going on, having to make very quick decisions, and then having to execute it's about walking into a meeting and knowing what do I need to do to execute for it. And you accomplish that by letting them know prior to the open enrollment meeting those three elements yep. um, that is out there. And you do it by being brief. Bullet points are okay. Mm-hmm. If you were hearing me 10 years ago and I was doing sessions like this, I actually discouraged at that point in time, bullet points. Really? Because bullet points, there was, there were, there were research studies that indicated that bullet points and Times New Roman fonts, which (gasps) is what most PowerPoints were, created an anxiety among people that were sitting in meetings because it took them back to school days, high school and tests and learning. And so it created a lot of anxiety for people. Well, so people went away from that. Then they came back and just figured out how much information can we put into the the bullet points. And so it became cognitive overload. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what we've found is that bullet points actually going back to bullet points, people prefer to learn in small truncated bursts of information. So think of each bullet point as a burst of information. Yep. Avoiding a long narrative with it and making them short and sweet. Yeah. Don't bury the important parts. Yep. You don't want to create more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. That's what's most important with brief. Okay. So perfect. So then our next step here, be bold. Yeah. That can mean anything. Yeah. Be bold. In this case, what I'm saying is don't undersell the value that the employer brings to the table with benefits. It seems like whenever, especially whenever we talk about employee costs, mm-hmm. we we try to hide the truth or the transparency from employees. And so we look at it as you may have had to settle for a 10% renewal right. uh, of the plan, but you're only passing 3% of that on to the employee and you're absorbing the rest. Mm-hmm. And and, and we don't go into a lot of detail. What I'm saying is be transparent and let them know. Let them know about the total cost of health care. I mentioned that last podcast episode. 80% of the employee population believes that their contribution towards the premium covers 100%, if not nearly 100%. Hmm. And so this is your opportunity to do a sales job and a resales job mm-hmm. of the employer's Uh, overall benefit package and let them know that, you know, we're adding another, you know, 25% to your overall comp through the benefits package. Toot your own horn a little bit. Yeah. And we don't do an effective enough job about that. The other thing that I would say is be transparent with the employees as to what is driving up the healthcare costs. Right. In all honesty, I mean, let them know if you are sick and tired of getting these huge renewals every year, then become part of the solution and not the problem. Do you not have a primary care doc? Are you going to the ER with a sinus infection because mm-hmm. you can't get into your primary care doc? Are you not using telemedicine but electing to use urgent care? Do you refuse to use mail order? Are you 
Um, it adds responsibility to them. Be a part of the solution. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let them know about what's driving up the costs and what they can do and have a hand in mm-hmm. to affect it. So that's what I'm saying when I say be bold. Don't try to hide important information. You don't want to try to be all kosher and let everyone like you. Like you got to let them know. They want to yeah. be a part of it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And then number three. Bottom line things. What does this mean? Yeah, don't try to cram an entire year's worth of information and engagement into your open enrollment strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, What I would say is right off the bat, like pull all the carrier value-added benefits and add-ons out of your open enrollment communication. That is important information, and there is a time and there is a place for it but not when people are trying to enroll in benefits. Right. They don't need to know about all the care coordination programs that carrier A has. They need to know, how do I get my family enrolled in this? How do I make sure that my prescriptions are covered under the new plan? Right. How do I take care of something, a surgery that is scheduled but hasn't taken place yet? Those are the things that are most important to them. Eliminate all the other noise that's out there mm-hmm. um, and use your bullet points and don't use long narratives in the communication that's and, out there. And that more information will come throughout the year. Yes. And that it's not, this isn't a, one, a one-time deal. Yeah, and, and you can certainly say it is following enrollment, you're going to start receiving things that are monthly from us. We've chosen the calendar we have because it probably will fit in time at the appropriate time when you're going to be refilling your prescription for the first time under the new plan, Mm -hmm. when you're going on vacation during the summer and you need to know about what happens if you're traveling and something bad happens, your kids are getting ready to go back to, to preschool or college or whatever. So timing is everything. And just let them know as things come up, we'll communicate what is most important, what you need to know at those points and times. But right now, bottom line it and make sure that you call it out repeatedly in the PowerPoint deck or the printed pieces that you're distributing to them. And this is actually something I wanted to hint on that Mago and Braybender created was our Accelerate Go tool. And that's how we help our clients distribute information throughout the year is we have this monthly content calendar and we help them get the information out every month. Like you said, if we're, we're reminding them about back to school or reminding them about the telemedicine options on vacation. Yeah. Um, and, and Accelerate Go was actually created out of a need that we saw from open enrollment because HR historically has looked at is that is my one time of the year that I get to give them everything that's important because mm-hmm. I'm not going to have them again is a captive audience. And so we tried to shift them from that approach by creating content that they could use throughout the year. But what we found was we would create the content for our clients. We would give it to them, but they would have difficulty distributing it to their employees because of technology challenges, um, because of just workload, (laughs) deadlines, things like that. So what we did was we created a communication distribution platform. And so I I know that that's part of your job is to sit down with clients and figure out what does the year of communication and engagement look like? We schedule it out. We queue up the pieces. Then you go about doing your other job responsibilities and it 
It, and your workforce is still getting the information they need when they need it yep. at the moment they need it. So exactly. that was a, that was a great point. Right. So, okay. So that was, um, bottom line thing. So number four here, we have blueprint step-by-step. Step. Yeah. So blueprint step-by-step. Step. This is where you make, I know this sounds very simple, but make a punch list. And then what you do is you give it to the employees, employees, will have a high level of anxiety during open enrollment. If you give them to do tasks and you clearly spell it out for them, every time they check something off that list, it builds confidence. It, it helps. um, Everyone loves a checklist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a feeling of accomplishment that I've done this and I can move on. It's when you don't give it to them in writing or you're hoping that they're going to write it down or pick up in between your different, (laughs) Um, bullet points or announcements, that's when you run into problems because then they walk out of the meeting with more questions than answers, which creates problems. So give them, show them exactly, here's what the next two weeks look like. Here's what the next 30 days look like. And then even beyond that, this is what's super uber important. If there, especially if there is a carrier change, Take them through the 30 or the next 60 days of Mm -hmm. things that they'll need to do and give them additional checklists. I know that we've created checklists if you're switching medical carriers of everything that needs to happen. But then we also have checklists for end of the year, things that you need to take care of. Uh People love their lists. And Mm -hmm. so if you blueprint it for them, you will have a great deal of success in your communication strategy. That's a great tip too with the, whenever there's a carrier change on the population, because you know, that's going to be very impactful. So they, the more clear instructions you can provide, the better. Yeah. Okay. So this, (laughs) this last part sounds like we could lose some people because people will be like, well, I'm not that creative. How do we get marketing involved? We don't have time for that. So what are some best practices for creating these step-by-step checklists? So here's your best practice. 30 days prior to open enrollment is when you should start your communication. And it's not simply open enrollment is next month. Be sure to attend one of our meetings. What I'm saying is send something to their home. And I recommend a postcard. Postcards. Postcards get read, believe yes, it or not. They do. More so than letters that go home. <laughs> Statistics have shown us that. But give them some, and, and the reason it's going home is because the true benefit decision maker is often at home. Yep. And if they don't, if you don't send it home, they're not even going to know open enrollment's taking place. Mm. They're not going to know that there's change A, change B, or change C. Yeah. So you send that initial postcard home. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is I would let them know immediately. Open enrollment is 30 days away uh, to give ever you know, to let you know that we will be moving to a new medical carrier. Mm-hmm. We will be enhancing our EAP program and we'll have some additional um, voluntary benefit offerings. Perfect. So we've just teased it. There's there's your first one. So now we've let them know what's changing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would recommend then at three weeks out or two weeks out, mm-hmm. a second piece of information that goes home. Is that a and, postcard again? You and think? that's a postcard. It can also be if you if you work with McGo and Braybender, we can actually set up a campaign to go out with Accelerate Go, or maybe the second one is an email and a text message. Yep. 
or it could be HR doing a video on your cell phone yeah. and then posting that um, for the employees to see. And here's where it's really nice. Social media has really made video less formal. Totally. We are so used to raw videos now that don't TikTok. have to be professionally produced. Yeah. They can be in the moment. And there's actually a little bit of um, deference towards those types of videos because they're not so corporate, right. corporate um, And so what I would recommend on the second one is giving them more information. Mm -hmm. This is where it becomes sacrilege, but <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing premiums of what is going to be changing coming up to the meeting. Historically, we've tried to protect and guard that information. Yeah. And when you protect and guard, people associate that with something that's super negative. Yep. So even if you're not going to give them the exact dollar amount, you can tease them and just say, you know, although we incurred, you know, a fairly large increase organizationally, um, you'll probably only notice a, a 5% increase in your rates. More details will be provided at the meeting. Right. But you tease them a little bit. I don't want to say tease. You provide them a little bit more information about at the meeting, what to expect. Mm -hmm. I would also encourage if you're offering it and you have the space, invite the spouses to attend the right, meeting. Right, absolutely. So you're going to let or them know about the day. Record it so that it can be yeah. shared with them. Mm -hmm. And then the third piece is if there's if there are substantial changes, it's not bad to do one more piece prior to the meeting. Remind them of the time and let them know in the meeting, this is what we're going to be covering. Yes. Give them, and here's your to-do after the meeting. If you put that in the meeting, the spouse that's at home is going to say, you should have gotten a checklist. <laughs> Let me have the checklist, yeah. which is what my spouse does to me all the time if there's something that's important. So you see how we've, we've taken a lot of the stress and anxiety out of it. And so now when we show up at the meeting, we can focus in on what you need to do to successfully enroll in your benefits. Right. And so is it possible to over-communicate or is it not? It is impossible to over-communicate. It is possible to give bad pieces of communication, right. which create levels of anxiety or have a counter effect of what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned it, I think in the last episode, never tease in a postcard or communication, big changes coming to your <laughs> plans. You don't want to miss this. You may think it it could be something positive. Yeah. That's not the way it's being perceived. It's it causes being, gossip, drama. Yep. Yeah. We don't want that. Yeah. Okay, so for our final B, possibly the most important, and you, you're going to die on this. This is, we've been working on this for years. Yes. Ban the booklet. Ban the benefit booklet, please, for the love of God, <laughs> ban the benefit booklet, people. It is not 1990. Yeah. Um, our habits have changed. Our habits have changed. And... The benefit booklet today is being not just used for open enrollment, it's being used for recruiting, mm -hmm. it's being used for retention, it's being viewed and distributed with total comp statements, it's being used for life event changes, and it's not doing any of those things effectively at all. Right. Okay? It, there was a time and a place for it. And the time and place is gone. Mm -hmm. We learn differently. We want to receive information differently than we do now. We do not have the time nor patience 
um, to read through a benefit booklet to get an answer to a question that 90% of the time is not even found in the benefit booklet. Yep. It's going to require a call to HR or the McGowan Braybender advocate team. Um, so don't spend your time on benefit booklets. People like short bursts of information. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to ask you know all of our listeners out there, how many times do you go home after a long day at work and curl up on the couch and pull <laughs> out your refrigerator manual from your <laughs> Samsung refrigerator and read about defrosting an ice maker? You don't. I Google it yeah, if I ever have a question. that's what you do. You look yeah. it up you, just for that one answer and you move on. Yep. And so people want short bursts of information. Give them one page. Give them a QR code to a video mm-hmm. that they can learn about the information. Um, less is more. I cannot emphasize that enough. But if you really want to appeal and meet the employees where they're at, mm-hmm. give them something electronically so that when they're at a pharmacy or they're in Kroger's and they're trying to figure out, the pharmacist told me don't use my prescription drug copay card, right. but use good RX. How do I know if that's the right decision or not? What we've done at McGowan Braybender was we've seen that there's not a good, simple electronic solution out there. So we went out and created a benefits light app yep. that we know it's called Explore. And we make that available to our clients. We're in the process of rolling that out right now. Mm-hmm. But it allows the employees to quickly get answers to the things that are most important. The premiums. Life event changes. What do I need to do? Checklists. How do I use mail order? How do I use um, telemedicine when I need to? And they don't want to flip through a 60-page benefit booklet, but you go to this website, you quickly find medical plan, telemedicine, boom, you've got it right there. Right. You can find things. I'm having a baby. There's a whole section there on life event changes. Yep. So we're giving them the information when they need it. Mm -hmm. We're meeting them where they're at. Doesn't that sound so much better than a benefit booklet? I would agree. And there's other things we have to that um, as we continue to bash the benefit booklet and the environmental impact. We print so many pieces of paper. That is that's a great point. The the Zoomers and the millennials do not like benefit booklets. And in fact, we we raised that issue during the learning center and we saw so many head nods from from HR people that hear it from their employees that are out there. Yep. And also, you know, my my biggest thing is searchability, which you hit on already, is if you need one answer, but you have 65 pages to flip through, you're not going to take the time. You're going to call HR, and yeah. you're going to create more questions for your HR department. <laughs> and it becomes a source of frustration. Using mm-hmm. your benefits should not be a frustration it shouldn't be a stressor to you. It should be a delighter because you're receiving a benefit that you would otherwise have to entirely foot the bill for out of pocket. Right, right. So my final recap is that we know change is hard. We know benefit booklets are safe, but we have provided here some additional alternatives. Like we said, we have Accelerate Go. We have this Explore um, consumer videos that we create, you know, we have lots of targeted communications that can help you come in and film a video in our studio, or you can just do it on your cell phone, like you said. Yeah, it'll work just as effective mm-hmm. um, for your employees. 
Exactly. So there's really no reason that people shouldn't give this this format a try, right, for their yeah. next open enrollment. Do you have any additional advice or final words for our listeners who may want to m- jump aboard and try this out? I, I'm going to add a sixth B, and okay. that's break the mold. Ooh. So do not do this year for open enrollment what you've done in past years. A challenge. You will be shocked at how the reaction will be received um, from your employees. And I think you will be pleasantly surprised. And from that point on, there's no looking back. No more benefit booklets. Put those in the rear view mirror. All right. Break the mold. You heard it yeah, here. Break the mold. Well, Dave, thank you so much for your for your effort, your research, and most of all, the solutions, which is the most helpful part. So if you have any yeah. questions or comments on this topic, you can email me at Kenzie at HealthierBirthdays.com. Or Dave at HealthierBirthdays.com. And uh, if you want to watch the section from that learning center that specifically goes into more details about open enrollment communication, Kenzie, can you include that in the show notes? Yes, absolutely. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Side Effects. We will see you next time. Now go out there and create no more benefit booklets. Have a great day. (laughs)